Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers. And most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. get over it the consciousness transforming podcast for exceptional 21st century living folks we have a health show today we're going to be um speaking with clive with him and we're going to be talking about his newest book self-healing with chinese medicine a home guide to treating common ailments and folks he gives it all to you this book is extremely important informative. It's extremely engaging. It will help you walk through what you're going through and come out the other side feeling a whole lot better. I strongly, strongly suggest this book. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that's been holding you back. But you guys know I always ask, are you truly ready to and by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me from my new listeners, intuitive since birth. I'm a third generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I am the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. 
My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, messmoniquechapman.com, and I invite you to like and follow me on Facebook and LinkedIn. Don't look for me in Twitter because I am not there. My guest today, Clive Witham, has been researching and using Chinese medicine and the Gua Sha for 20 plus years. He is a licensed acupuncturist and a qualified health educator, educator and has published five books on Chinese medicine in five languages. As president of the Applied Ningjing Medicine Association, he runs the Gua Sha Center in the Anima Center for Health and Research in Barcelona, Spain. He also is director of the Komoribi Institute and creator of Ecology in Motion Washa, an innovative approach to health and beauty, which he teaches through facial and body Washa programs to students in 32 countries. And you can check him out at his website, and that is clivewitham.com, C-L-I-V-E-W-I-T-H-A-M.com. Welcome, Clive. Hello, thank you very much. Hi, it's so great to have you here. Absolutely love the book. Um, with the Chinese medicine system being so old, why is it coming to the forefront now? Again? Well, yeah. Well, this is this is one of the big issues around the times we're living in right now. Um, mm-hmm. Is because uh, the ideas that were written um, basically two thousand years ago and put into these ancient texts in in China. They're um, very much relevant to what's happening right now with mm-hmm. the the changes that uh, all of us are kind of living through, um, pretty much environmental, but um, there, there's many changes in society that uh, you can pretty much notice if you just watch the news uh, every day. Um, and it's basically because what the ancient Chinese did was that they were kind of trying to um, categorize universal principles of life. Um, mm-hmm. And this is kind of what they codified, uh, and it be- kind of became uh, ancient Chinese medicine. And they were looking at uh, the environment uh, and nature and how it works and how uh, we interact with it, which is very much the place we find ourselves now in the 21st century, in that uh, I think there's been so much abuse to, between mm-hmm. the relationship between us and nature. Uh, which has created a situation where so many people are removed from um, the whole of the physical nature around them, um, that um, these principles, these ideas, that actually nature is actually within you, which is one of the main uh, Chinese medicine principles, that it really kind of strikes a chord now um, um, with with, um, how people kind of the new way of thinking, certainly after after COVID, which kind of mm-hmm. woke everyone up um, and, and the changes that are happening um, this year, which, of course, it's going to be hotter. There's going to be uh, 
uh, different kind of weather. There's going to be worse storms, just like it is every mm-hmm. year. Um, but if you kind of understand a little bit about what the ancient Chinese were saying about how the motions work in nature, um, the same motions work in our bodies. Um, and we kind of understand a great deal from these old, old texts. It's truly amazing to me how everything from the past is becoming very relevant. And it's also very interesting that the system was, you know, created, born, however you want to phrase it, you know, 2,000 years ago or more, but we're still dealing with with the same disorders, disease. It almost seems to have gotten worse. Is that because of our lifestyle today with, you know, the food and the everything that we do that's not healthy for us? Well, yes, yes. Um, I mean, there's, there, are, there are many things that we kind of, we kind of grow up within a certain pattern uh, that's kind of built around us. Um, and that's the kind of pattern we follow for the rest of our lives. It doesn't necessarily mean that that pattern is one that's going to make your uh, health uh, or, or maybe perhaps make your body uh, the kind of, to, to live in a certain potential that it should live in. Um, uh-huh. And these kind of problems that, that, that kind of come along in your life, generally they're because of a whole whole bunch of things, which I, I kind of um, uh, mentioned uh, the 10 things in, in the beginning of, of the book about the kind of things that kind of, how to make you thrive in life. And unfortunately, uh-huh. a lot of people um don't get these right uh, and so um they don't thrive and, and problems appear so i mean one of them of course is a co- is is following the basic principles of of digestion i mean mm-hmm. people think people think that like um um an acid uh, feeling in the stomach or indigestion they think it's a kind of normal but that's actually an illness in itself it's not normal you should never have it um but but we're kind of like built in such a way that you just have um you go to a pharmacy and and you and you get uh, drugs to to help you do it and you don't change your diet Mm -hmm. Uh, there are many emotional ideas um because the ancient chinese saw emotions as something completely different to how we now uh, see emotions certainly in 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 the west they saw emotions as literally motions they're not things. Uh, they're, they're nothing you can actually quantify. They're actually movements in the body. And those mm-hmm. movements create certain changes within the body. And uh, those, if those motions aren't um, processed within the body, then they kind of get stuck uh, and, and become actual physical problems stuck within the, the, the system of circulation in the body. Hence, uh, emotion can really make you ill quite literally. Um, and, you know, that's often the case with so many people suffering from anxiety and depression. Things, uh-huh. Certain emotions get stuck and, and you just can't move them. Um, and it, or it becomes a physical problem. And there are often physical symptoms which, uh, which um, perhaps they're um, arising from it, but also that perhaps they actually were the cause of it. So there's there's emotions. There's uh, there's actually living according to your path in life. Uh, now there's a certain way of living that's perfect for your body. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of people kind of get the basic idea of this by by the feeling that you have when you go to certain places. So some people love to be by the sea. 
and they just feel different. There's something about the feeling there, the the breeze and the, the, the sound. Other people like to be at the top of a mountain. And just 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 feel um, the the freedom there. Uh, other people in the forest, uh, and there's a certain place that you feel more at peace in than other places. Um, and that's the basic idea of how uh, the environment kind of puts in something that's missing in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can kind of work out these missing pieces in you, you can kind of work out the kind of environment that would match your body and bring out the potential within you. And this is one of the reasons why I live in a forest, <laughs> uh, because I know I quite uh-huh. literally live in the middle of a forest. And oh, I wow. know that um, that here it's the one thing that kind of I always love in life and um if I'm not near a forest, I kind of want to go there, you know, want to visit there at the mm-hmm. weekend. Um, and I've never slept better um, than in my life than, than um, living in a forest. And I've been here like four years now. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's just an example of like the path in life. And also it includes about doing a job that you that, that will enhance your potential and um, being in a relationship that, that again, um, will, will, um, won't reduce who you are mm-hmm. and this goes on and on and on okay. basically it's the maximization of uh the circulation patterns in your body and all of these will do that okay so you're basically if i'm understanding correctly talking about um as you say in the book the language of nature paying attention to what makes you feel good and then being in that environment as much as possible so say if someone was having, um, I don't know, some health challenge and they wanted to receive some relief naturally, if they went to their favorite place, would it help them feel better? Not necessarily cure the dis-ease, but would allow them to feel better to deal with it or even think of a way to cure themselves? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the uh, basically the idea of like cure is 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 a particular word that uh, that is quite complicated. It's it's about maximizing uh, the potential of how your body works, um, and and if you're in a, a certain environment that does that, so that enhances uh, your circulation, then um, it's only going to be something something good. Uh, that your that your body will be encouraged to do. So if you're fighting some kind of a problem in your body, then um, it's not going to be a negative. It's going to be a positive. Now, how much of a positive? Well, the body's really complicated, and there are a whole whole load of layers on top of each other. Uh, and so this is just one aspect. But but this is actually one a quite a, a quite important aspect which kind of underlies everything else. Because if you can get that stability, that foundation of being either on the right path and the right job uh, for, for your body, then uh-huh. the, the other things that come later on top, then they're not going to be quite as impactful as they would have been if you if you weren't. Okay. And th- this also includes like uh, environmental, like in, in Chinese medicine, there's there's five environmental um climates really or six of them it's cold and damp and heat and dryness and wind and this also has quite an impact on your health so for example if you live in a place with lots of rain now i'm thinking in the states i'm thinking perhaps uh in the the west coast in the north somewhere like portland seattle that Uh has uh is, is very damp then if 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 damp 
weather, if that dampness, which is actually in your body anyway, if it's something that affects you, if you if you live there, then it's not a great place for you to live. Um, if you have lots of heat, which is built up in your body, and then you live, for example, in the south, where okay. um, you know in a desert environment, then again, it's not perfect for your body. So even even in um, uh, the, the climate. Um, will have an impact on your body, which you you may may you may not even notice. But um, and uh, this is another layer on the many other layers of um, of of just just maximizing um, um, your your ability to thrive. Mm-hmm. So how do we get back down to the basics, um, Clive, of finding out? what we are in your system and then making the necessary changes. What is the first step that we really should take? I know in your book, um, the cornerstone of everything in your book seems to be predicated on breath. So walk Mm, me through, please. Well, this is, this is a really beautiful idea. Um, And, and this is, um, you know, an example of of the beauty that really is in the, in Chinese medicine as it was in ancient China. Unfortunately, in modern Chinese medicine, there's been uh, some, some major changes, especially after the, um, after the Second World War, uh, you know, after the unification of China um, and um, the changes that happened in the 1950s and 60s, um, which meant that uh, Western medicine and Chinese medicine kind of merged together to create modern traditional Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. uh, which has kind of changed uh, how uh, w- we can see the beauty of Chinese medicine. But if you have a look back at the old texts, then um, you, you realize that what the ancient Chinese were doing were they were um, looking, first of all, at the uh, at the stars, um, they would call them the heavens. Uh, and they were looking at the movements of the stars and how the stars interact with, uh, with the earth and with our bodies. Um, and, you know, it, it was, it, I mean, we, we all know how the moon would have an effect on our tides and on, on the moods. And, and so that there, there is this definite, um, there's a definite effect of, of stuff happening outside of our planet, which affect our planet. So th- there was a basic idea of this. Um, and the idea really was was um, the the basic movement of uh, of what's happening with the planets um, and the motions of the universe was a very simple expansion and contraction, um, which is the kind of the basic idea of of how everything works. And mm-hmm. so um, the basic idea of expansion and contraction, pretty much how like how we breathe, the same idea. So we breathe in and then we breathe out and that's the expansion and contraction. But we see this pretty much everywhere. I mean, um, everything uh, expands and contracts. Uh, for example, uh, the day expands and contracts uh, the, between the, the day and the night. Uh, so there's a definite expansion and contraction of, of, of like, like the breath. Um, the year is the same thing. So we have the months of the year and it's almost like a whole breath of the month of the year. So it's breathing in until the summer and then breathing out, coming to the winter. Um, and so you see this kind of motion of breath um, on every level of life um, everywhere, you know, down to the every cell in your body does exactly the same thing. And, um, and so the ancient Chinese gave this uh, uh, word uh, and uh, they called uh, the uh, contraction was yin and the expansion was yang. And so this was the, uh, you know, the idea of yin and yang, which is the, the basic 
um, building blocks of how everything moves uh, all around us. And so it's this expansion and contraction, which is one of the universal ideas about um, Chinese medicine, which is kind of really useful to understand how you kind of bring back um, bring back this movement to places where it isn't there. So, for example, if you have a really tight shoulder or a tight neck um, and, um, and you touch it and it feels really hard, um, that's an example of the, the breath motion of the tissue, when that's the expansion and contraction, is, is not properly working. It's getting stuck because the, the muscle uh, is, um, is, is, is become tight. Um, and so the circulation patterns going through that area, they're going through absolutely fine, but um, there's a slight obstruction there. And then if this was going to be left for a long time, there will probably be more problems. So the idea really would be to come to this area and then restore the breath motion to the tissue in that area. And so that's how uh, the basic idea of, of how you would change things that need changing um, using this beautiful idea of the universe. Okay, well, you talked about something specific, but what about something that's not so specific, like um, inflammation that can be generalized, I guess, all over a body or, you know, in certain places? How would a person work with something that's more general throughout their body? Yeah, well, um, general um, inflammation um, would be more on the level of like, well, this heat, the basic idea of heat. You remember I talked about those environments, so we've got cold, damp, heat, dryness and wind. And so inflammation is an example of heat happening in the body. Um, and uh, inflammation is something that, that I, I used to uh, work with a great deal. Um, and I, I had um, a chronic health uh, clinic in North Africa for 11 years. Um, and there I would, I, I, so I specialized in people who had you know, chronic health conditions that often they were, um, they were often given drugs to take for the rest of their lives and they didn't have really have a solution. Um, and so I would see people who had um, you know, fibromyalgia and, and chronic fatigue syndrome and, and lupus and many other um, um, inflammatory conditions as well with uh, arthritis. Mm-hmm. And, and so one of the ways that uh, I'd look at that in the, in the clinic would, wouldn't really be to think in Western medicine ideas of inflammation, but the idea is to think about, well, that's heat. So heat has been accumulated there and mm-hmm. heat would generally come for a variety of reasons. One of them, of course, is an obstruction. If you think of something getting stuck, you know, imagine, imagine like a traffic jam on, on, on a freeway um, and lots of cars piled up behind with their engines on, it's going to get pretty hot. And so heat right. often comes with, uh, with obstruction, uh, but it comes from other things as well. Uh, and so the, the, the basic idea with that is to remove the cause or try and remove, often it's very complicated, but try and remove the cause of the heat. And there are certain techniques, or one of them you mentioned uh, at the beginning the, of one of the things that I often do, which is called gua sha, which is like using a tool to uh, scrape on the skin. Uh, and that creates uh, um, a kind of chain reaction in the tissue which actually helps to uh, remove heat from the body. And it's really effective at removing heat. And that was one of the things I used quite a lot in my clinic in North Africa to treat, um, to treat um, people who had 
quite complicated inflammation. So it wasn't obvious where it came from. It was just kind mm -hmm. of um, all over the place. There were many, many sites of it. And so it was possible to, uh, to approach it from an angle of just looking, okay, well, let's try and get to the cause of it and not go to all the individual places where you might have the heat. Okay, so um, you mentioned a tool. Um, is that tool necessary or can someone use their fingertips? Yeah, so a, a tool is, is a, for gua sha, a tool is necessary, actually. I mean, you can do, fingertips is fine for, the, there's a certain technique that you can use for your face, which is um, improve circulation patterns to your face. But what we'd be interested in, there's a certain action with a tool uh, and the friction that a tool creates uh, in the tissue as you move the tool over your skin. And that um, action of friction um, creates um, a change in the capillary system, the capillary bed. And this is the, this is the, uh, the main action that's gonna um, help to remove the heat. If you didn't have that, so it, it wouldn't be the same as like if, if, you, if you massaged or if you pushed it with your fingers, um, it wouldn't be the same thing in regards to inflammation. It's, mm. it's, a, it's a very different and interesting um, uh, technique. Okay. Now, in your book, you have numerous, numerous um, outlines of how to work with different parts of your body in order to facilitate healing. Why don't you pick yeah. two and tell us about them? Um, okay. Um, well, let's think. Um, well, let's, think, let's pick something that people might have. So an obvious one would be headaches. Mm -hmm. um, so in the book, I talk about 43 different uh, ailments and medical conditions. So, so um, yeah, headaches is a good one because um, headaches, people often think that headaches um, are in the head, you know, uh, and of course, the symptoms, you're feeling them in the head. But mm -hmm. most of the time, the problem with a headache is something's gone wrong somewhere else in your body and it's heading upwards um, and that's why you're feeling uh, the symptoms which are in your head. And there are certain clues about headache um, that kind of tell you a little bit about where it's where, where the problem might be. Um, mm. and, and I detail some of this in the book. Um, that, you know, so if you get a headache, which is to the side of your head, lots of people have got headaches at the kind of the temple area, which is like, a, a, especially uh, maybe above the eye on one side of the head. Um, mm -hmm. And if you kind of, understand a little bit about the river system this is the system of circulation uh in the in the body um then i then you would you could follow something called the gallbladder river which um it actually starts next to your eye and it's and it's just referring to the circulation patterns of the blood vessel system in the body and it goes right over the side of your head exactly where people have headaches and so that's that's a pretty much a no-brainer often for, well, where does that headache come from? And it's like, mm, well, okay, we're going to follow the gallbladder river down. And maybe the problem is in the gallbladder river somewhere down the side of your body. Or, mm. or perhaps there's something else which is like affecting the gallbladder river from somewhere else. Uh, I mean, another one would be uh, maybe the back of your head. Well, again, uh, uh, you'd look at the river system and then you say, oh, okay, well, that's a bladder that goes over the back of the head. It goes down the back of your, the whole of your back, right down to your little toe. And so you can kind of use the knowledge of, uh, of the circulation system in the body to kind of understand where things are coming from. And then that really helps you 
in order to relieve, um, you know, really relieve the problem. Because, you know, I could just say, okay, this is the headache point, push this point, which, you know, if you look on Instagram or Facebook, there's plenty of those um, posts. But that, that's not really Chinese medicine. That's, that's kind of Western medicine, the <laughs> idea that there's one point to push and it's going uh -huh. to fix it. Because everyone's headache is pretty much unique. It's coming from their body and their body is unique. And it's created a certain, um, a certain pattern within their body to create this headache. Now, there's going to be perhaps part of another pattern, which is fairly common. But it, again, it will be quite unique. Um, and so you really need to like, approach something, whatever it might be, in this case, it's a headache, um, looking for uh, the reason and then treating the reason, which will really help, you know, the actual symptoms itself. Mm -hmm. The underlying cause. So talk to us about yeah. food therapy, because I think that uh, in this day and age, and, you know, we know processed food isn't good for us. And you know, all of these negatives around food that, you know, food manufacturers put out, but sometimes because of lifestyle or choosing not to take the time, we don't do the right thing. So talk to us about food therapy and how that can help us. Well, yes, well, food, food is a big thing, of course, because uh, certainly, certainly in Chinese medicine, the, the stomach and the pancreas, which is the two main organs which are dealing with digestion, they call them the oceans and the seas. And, and so that, that, that's the, the most important massive area of, of the body. And if that goes wrong, then everything goes wrong. So whatever goes into your digestion is pretty important. And, you know, it's really difficult when you go to a supermarket. And I, I was in the States for um, twice in the past year. Um, and I've been in the supermarket and, and gone around and I'm, and I'm thinking, my goodness, I mean, it's difficult to find something to eat in a standard supermarket that isn't full of uh, chemicals and processed um, um, products. Um, it's, it's a little bit like that here, but it wasn't quite to the extent. I was quite shocking in, in the States. It, it seemed to me um, a, lot, a lot worse. And so um, the important thing really about food uh, is I, th I think it's important to like step back a little bit with food. Um, and, and, and just look at the principles of food, because people can get kind of bogged down into particular foods that you can't have this, you can't have that. Um, and as long as the food is, um, isn't, there are certain principles, so not processed, you know, um, organic, you know, as fresh as possible. So if you can get to those, you know, states of like getting fresh food, which hasn't been interfered with, um, and then you know, you can go into a lot of detail in Chinese medicine because um, they, they worked out a long time ago that, that when you actually eat food, when it hits your stomach, it creates a temperature inside your body. Uh, and so that temperature can kind of change things in your body. So, you know, you might have some food which creates a cold feeling in your stomach. You might have food that creates a, a heating feeling um, and there'll be various um, combinations of those. Um, and so it, it depends on your body as to which of these you need more or less of. So you can't just, uh, for example, salad is a very good example. So lots of people think salads are healthy foods, but they're not necessarily. 
because it depends on when you're eating the salad and if your body needs that coldness coming into uh, the stomach. Uh, so for example, when to have it. I mean, it's probably not a good idea to have salad if you're, you're generally a cold person and it's in winter, you know, because that's not what you need. You need like hot soup, you know, right. a simple example like that. Um, and certainly with, with foods, how you cook it is another uh, example of how it slightly changes the nature of the foods. So you've got this whole idea of you can introduce temperature in the body um, according to what, what foods you eat. Mm -hmm. um, but, but essentially, but the most important thing for me really is there are some foods which are kind of food for the soul. And, and if you just tell someone you just can't have these foods, but maybe there are food that they're just like, there's a, something special about that food. So when mm -hmm. they have it, it's just like mm, something happens in the body. Um, and, and, and so for me, there are certain food types that, that, you know, you should have them, you know, but, but you should balance it um, with um, sensible choices according to your body and how your body, uh, what your body needs um, and how your body can really develop. And it's this whole idea of, whole idea of thriving um, and if you can get the right diet for your body, um, then, um, then your body will thrive. And of course, the, the kind of food that you might buy in a standard supermarket anywhere, generally, it, it, most of it is not fit for human consumption um, because it's just all the goodness has been taken out of it. But if you can kind of avoid that stuff and come to the, uh, the freshest food you can find and then make these sensible choices about uh, temperature, there's also the, the taste of food. So there's the saltiness or the, the pungency um, mm -hmm. and, and, and various other um, types. And, and so you can go quite deep with food. And, and I introduce this in the book. Um, and so if you kind of know the kind of foods that would be good for your body, then they're the ones to increase. And the foods that uh, are not so good for your body, they're the ones to decrease and kind of making a sensible choice. And the, the key, I think probably the most important thing is about knowledge. And then with knowledge, you can kind of make a sensible decision and not just go from hunches or someone says on the social network, um, you know, with proper knowledge, uh, then, 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 you know, change can happen. Yes, it can, and to the positive. Now, when we visit your website, Clivewitham.com, that's C-L-I-V-E-W-I-T-H-A-M.com. What are we going to find there? Ah, you're going to find some details about um, pretty much a lot of talking about washer because this is one of the things I go around and I teach. I do live classes in different, in, in the States and in Europe. Um, and so I teach that, particularly facial washer. And I also do online classes, which again, focused on washer. Um, and there'll be um, information about, I have a podcast, which has got loads of information and, and a whole bunch of videos. Um, and, you know, I, I try and be as informative as possible um, um, because one of the things, so one of the main techniques included in, in this book is gua sha. Um, and I try to be as informative as possible with that technique because it's one of the most interesting techniques from Chinese medicine because it didn't come from the same places as the other things you might be more familiar with like acupuncture and Chinese herbs. It, it very much came from um, 
the village level. So it, it came from the, um, you know, no, normally acupuncture um, and uh, Chinese medicine came through the route of um, the kind of the upper classes and the ruling classes. And Guasha was coming via um, basically poor people through the villages as a, as a kind of self-care technique, which was passed down from generation to generation to generation. And it was actually uh, used to fight what was called plague at the time, which is probably mm -hmm. cholera, typhoid. Um, mm. And it was kind of it was using any tool that they could find with any any kind of lubricant they could find. And so there was a kind of a kind of it was almost like it was from the people. Um, yeah. And so it's not something that should be taken and then commoditized. Um, and so and this is why I liked it so much. And so this is one of the and I have a project that, that's in Sri Lanka, which I try and um, try and emphasize this whole idea of a kind of bringing back to the simple idea of treating with knowledge without um, the economic incentives of like of, of modern medicine um, and, and to try and make an impact on, on the world scale. So that's the kind of thing that I'm doing. And you'll find more information um, in my website. Okay, and folks, see also, don't you have some um, trainings coming right up? I do, yeah, yeah. So um, I'll, I'm, I'm heading to uh, I'm heading to uh, Poland, uh, and then I'm going to take a break for the summer. I'm heading to Sri Lanka, but then I'm coming to the states. I'm coming to um, I'm coming to Fort Lauderdale, and then I'm flying to San Francisco, and then uh, New York. But then I'm coming back to Europe to Barcelona, and then uh, Zurich. So I'll be jumping all around. Uh, the world, um, giving some live classes. And this is where I, I uh, the thing that I teach is, is about nature-based Chinese medicine. So I'll be talking about rivers and trees and mountains and, and what that really means inside your body. Okay. I love talking about it. I can tell. Um, before <laughs> we go, um, why don't you share with us the, well, whatever you want to share about the facial, the, the facial uplift that you. Um, sure. Are doing yeah so the facial um so basically it's called facial guasha and um and really i started uh teaching it i've been doing it for, for for many many years and i started teaching it because i realized that uh that so many people were doing it but they didn't kind of have an understanding about what it was so um I then um, started teaching and showing people, well, this is what it really is. Uh, and that it's not actually the kind of beauty, modern beauty technique you think it is. It's, it's not based on like taking away um, wrinkles or um, the aging um, features on your face specifically. It's actually about bringing the inner beauty that's inside everyone, much like a, a flower that blooms every year. Um, and so it, the idea is to bring out that flower, which is within you, and let it shine on your face. And then when that happens, then uh, a lot of these features that lots of people concentrate on, they're, they're less impactful. And, and people would see the flower, which is the kind of your uh, potential. Um, and they, they don't see anything else, including you. You see yourself in, as totally differently. And so this is the kind of my approach to uh, facial gua sha and also to beauty which I know is rather different from everyone else's. Yeah, but it's, you know, to me, it's like bringing your own beauty home and letting your own beauty shine and you're not in competition yeah, with whomever's on whatever magazine cover to look a certain way. Exactly, exactly. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you in writing this book, folks. In the book, there are numerous, numerous um, 
examples of what you can heal. There are a lot of diagrams. Um, right now I'm looking at treating the microsystems, the zones in your hand. Uh, it's very intriguing, chock full of information. And what I found about it is that it's very easy to understand and easy to implement if you take the time. Um, Clive, we're almost out of time. Please give us a uh, words of wisdom regarding your uh, listen, okay words of wisdom okay um i yeah i think my approach basically is is basically to to take control back uh with your health um and and not let you know people tell you about what you should should be shouldn't be doing about your own body which you know really well and and basically my uh, one of the aims of uh, the things i do is to give you the tools so you can kind of take back control. Mm, I like that tool so you can take back control. So it's never too late, right? Never too late. Okay, well, thank you so much for being with me today. I greatly appreciate it. I know the audience does too. And everyone, oh, please Thank you. Please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of discovering self-healing with Chinese medicine. Abundant blessings, light and love to all. Agape. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.